Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of aesthetic PA, expert injector, national trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen we are here to drop knowledge cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way welcome to through thick and skin podcast my name is Megan Patterson and I'm Aaron Jensen and we are on episode number 29 you guys yes. and we wanted to bring in a special guest because we've had so much fun with our special guests recently um, they bring us so much wisdom and information and I had this gal on my hit list because we've known her for a while. She was actually one of our first clients at the treatment, mm-hmm. right? Erin has known her for a while, but we have Miss Stephanie Ruby on the show today, who is, would it be appropriate to call you an electrolysis technician? What do you like to be called? I like to be called an electrologist. Electrologist. Ah, see, that sounds so much more legit. Electrologist. Or I say a human groomer. <laughs> human groomer okay i love that so we have stephanie ruby she's the owner of rubyology which is a boutique electrolysis um why was i gonna say firm a boutique uh, electrolysis boutique right would you say yes okay and so um that's what we aim for that exactly (laughs) so stephanie ruby she is on our show today as our special guest because we have so many questions for her i mean she's been coming to see aaron seeing aaron for a while Mm -hmm. but i had questions for her she has such a great presence a great energy um she's been supportive of us since we opened the treatment in claremont and so we asked if she'd come and she graciously accepted the invite yeah I can't even believe I'm here. We're very you, excited. Thank you. you are I'm here <laughs> and in the flesh, girl. Because I think a lot of people have questions. We 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 love. We're very engaged with our audience on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And although Aaron does injectables and we offer skincare, I think that electrolysis hair removal is intertwined very closely with what we yes. do. Yes. We get questions all the time about it. And so you're just down the street from us here in Claremont. Yes. And how long have you had your electrolysis? I've been open for 13 years. Wow. And this September we're celebrating 14 years. But that actual location has been an electrolysis office for 35 years this September. Wow. Electrolysis has been around for 35 years. Girlfriend has been around for over 100 years. What? Uh, I didn't even know that. So are we going to have to get in a history lesson where you're like the first electrolysis was like a a flint and a stick? An ophthalmologist actually invented it for an ingrown hair, an actual pimple in the eye. And it was... I would honestly, I don't fact me yet. Don't okay. Fact me yet. But <laughs> we'll I would almost say speak. 115 to 120 years of theory of electrolysis have been around. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That if you guys are local Claremontians that I feel like your little building is, um, uh, it's just so well known. It's like yeah, so that cute corner. on the corner it's of just Mainland hidden Street. And people don't really know what we do. And that's something I kind of do like because a lot of people are really embarrassed about their hair growth issues. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. before we were in electrologist's office, we were actually she, there was actually a psychic there. I, uh, I remember seeing that. No. I remember. Do you? That. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually a, until she got kicked out. The person I actually purchased the business from, she was there for 21 years. Wow. Then, wow. Yeah. I think that's one thing we really pride ourselves on at the treatment is that. If we think a service is good for you, even if we don't offer it, we're informed about it and we will tell you about it. Absolutely. So, I mean, we don't offer laser hair removal here, but I did at my old office, but there were some people where laser hair removal wasn't appropriate for them and I would refer them out to electrology. So I think that's very important to, you know, especially in any industry, know 
what other options people have. So you can make sure yeah. you're giving the best recommendations for your patients. Yes. So yeah, we're so excited to have you. So you guys can all learn more about it. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm going to ask a question that might be silly, but I Go have no it. shame. So is electrolysis the same thing as laser hair removal? No, it's not. Two yeah, so, different yeah why don't you explain what it's, exactly is electrolysis? So electrolysis is what we actually do is we use a very fine probe and we insert it into each hair follicle and we zap it with the actual current or a chemical energy that we use. Mm. There's two different, that's actually many different modalities you can do, but our number one job as an electrologist is to protect the skin and our number two is to push the heat so they actually get really effective results and so the hair actually goes away. Yeah. So we do it with current and the moisture of their skin that's why the skin is so important and people who take care of the moisture of their skin is so important because with the current, it really creates a chemical reaction that actually kills off the blood supply. Mm. In electrology, a lot of people think it's like two treatments and you're done. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah, you know. Even I know that. I mean, I've never had electrolysis before, but with stuff that we offer too, like with microneedling, mm -hmm. things that require, um, like you said, that current killing or yes. with microneedling, the trauma, the collagen production, it's not a quick fix. No. no. So with so electrolysis, it's if I could imagine, it's like a maybe a little needle. Does it so look like a needle? It, it, it's actually a probe. And a the difference probe. between a probe, it's very thin. It's thinner than your hair follicle. Wow. I mean, if it, with a properly trained electrologist, you won't even feel the insertion. You know, all you're gonna feel is a zap. And ah. it's not even that invasive. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. When you're working on the upper lip, I call it the mm. Charlie Chaplin or the Hitler mustache. You know, <laughs> yeah. this area is really sensitive. That's when you're like flinching and or crying. Or anywhere on the center line, you yeah. know. But to be honest, it really just feels like a zap and you're done. Like people go on, they come to me on their lunch break. Yeah. You know, it's not something that's so invasive that you have to like, you know, unless you're Take doing two off. hours with me, that's different. But, mm -hmm. you know, um, or I'm prepping them for surgeries. That's way different. But, you know, it's not as invasive as you think. Yeah. yeah. We're used to pain with beauty. You know, you get your bikini wax, your eyebrows yeah. threaded, whatever it is. It's it, that it's like tolerable pain mm -hmm. is, yes. is what it is. And this is different. So when when after the probe is inserted and there's a current, yes. the heat is what kills the hair the follicle? Heat or? and the moisture in the person's skin. Oh, okay. It's actually, and what we're doing is uh, we're properly trained to actually insert into the hair follicle to the depth. We don't want to overshoot the follicle, but we want to go in, you want to distribute the right amount of current into the blood supply, the bulb. So there's different layers of hair growth. So I could work on catagen hair, which is dead hair. But for me, I really want to work on anagen hair. So mm -hmm. if you were to come to my office and everybody has hair, yeah. they come into my little room when I call this, this room like the shame-free room. Yeah. Like you have to really be honest with me with what you're dealing with if you really want me to help you. Yeah. You know, and so it usually takes me, once I do a consultation with somebody, it usually takes me about a month and a half to see how much hair they're really dealing with. Yeah. Because they usually come in and they're like, oh, I just have 10 hairs. And I'm like, okay, well, how often are you tweezing? Oh, like 10 minutes a day. And I'm like, multiply that by how many days and mm -hmm. understanding the blood supply. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to divorce the tweezers, threading yeah. and waxing because all of those things stimulate blood supply. And yeah. you're killing the blood supply. We are killing off. Killing off the blood, the blood supply. supply. So One zap will not kill it. Yeah. But we are killing off the blood supply. And what has given, you know, electrology a bad name, electrolysis is that people would just yank up the current and not really protect people's skin. So mm. I really like people to come in. I like to get a feel of them. I like to see what skin lines they're using. I like to see what they're really doing. And honestly, to see how much hair they're really dealing with. But a lot of times, you know, the cases that I really look forward to doing are people who have hertruism or have polycystic ovarian syndrome. Girls who are suffering with polycystic ovarian syndrome 
what we call PCOS or people who just have, they actually just increase their hair growth from tweezing, threading, or waxing, and they're just embarrassed. They come in with their mom and they will not give me eye contact. You know, they won't even yeah, talk to me about yeah. it. They're so embarrassed. And I, you know, I really try to disarm them and earn their trust in a consultation, but it takes time to earn people's trust. Mm -hmm. And for me, when these girls start coming in and start getting the results and they're on the, you know, we call it the Rubyology. I method. love that name. Yeah. Rubyology is so perfect because your last name's Ruby. And I want to understand the biology of you. Mm -hmm. And everyone is different. Mm -hmm. And people just think, oh, we read on WebMD that it's eight to 12 treatments. <laughs> and thank you so much. I mean, I really came up with this. Yeah. Like being home for these last five months and like watching you girls flow and how you run your business and how honest you are, you know, with everybody in your industry. I really wanted to re-image myself a little bit. So Rubyology is, will be our new name instead of Ruby Electrolysis. Love it, girl. Yeah. And we really want to understand the ology of you because everyone's so different and every case is so different. Yes. And we really care. I mean, to watch these girls come in, you know, six months later and they're not having to shave every day. They come and see me every two to three weeks or once a month because as you start getting results with the process of electrolysis, you no longer have to trim, shave, do mm -hmm. any of that and you can actually see it actually with the proper electrologist it can actually improve your skin wow that's incredible so you'd mentioned that you have personal experience with hair yes. growth and so could you talk about what did you know 14 years ago what was going on with you what did schooling look like well, well how do you want to know how i started with yeah this? how did you get into this so bless my mom's heart i mean she's english my father is spanish and when I turned 13, 14, I had a five o'clock shadow, you know, and I was embarrassed, you know, and, you know, my name is Ruby Booby. Kids used to make fun of me because I always had big boobs. And then I had this mustache. And then I I just felt like really frustrated with my own gender, mm -hmm. you know, and people making fun of me because I played sports and I did things. I wasn't the average girl, you know, so yeah. I just felt, you know, really embarrassed. And my mom, she started waxing me at a young age. And then from there, we you know, waxing gets expensive. I wasn't always working. Does, I was yeah. going to school. So I started tweezing and it just got thicker and coarser. You know, I did try laser. I'm not an expert in laser. It does work. I'm a fan for it for the body. I just never recommend it for the face, but I, it does work for people for hair reduction. But for someone like me suffering with upper lip hair and chin hair and hormonal issues, you know, for me, I was literally driving down Indian Hill and Arrow on my way to school and I was like, permanent hair removal. I walked into that door and I got on that table and it actually gave me real results. And I, I, I met somebody who mentored me and who would have ever thunk, you the know. The same office you're in today? Yes. Oh, that's such an amazing that's story. That's beautiful. It's so, kind of like Erin, wow. you know, Erin was a, a patient of the dermatologist she worked for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that kind of like got her foot in the door. So for you, you're, you're, you personally suffered from the emotional just um, the emotional effects, yes. the negative emotional effects from having hair on your upper lip as a young girl. And yeah, like teenagers can be brutal mm -hmm. yes. so that even your own family can be brutal totally yes <laughs> i mean yeah your own extended family your own Sorry. siblings they're no they're almost the worst when they you see because someone at thanksgiving and it's like what's wrong with your face why are you breaking out You're like, why are you, you if i knew fat. i was breaking out why are you fat yeah they're like why are you getting fat again or you shouldn't be eating that or i mean or just really or or you know just <laughs> other stuff that are your your family you should be the most accepting of me but they mm -hmm. could be some of your harshest critics yeah. so the fact that you were just cruising down on the street literally you saw what would be future rubyology how yeah. old were you at that point i was probably 23 oh, and so you had your you had your electrolysis treatment you were seeing results and you got a mentor so what's a program like 
to become an electrologist? So every state is different, but in California, you actually have to go to electrology school. Mm. And at this school, it's, most schools you can go at your own pace, but you have to do 250 um, um, theory hours and 350 clinical hours. So you have to, before you can even apply to take the state board, you have to have a total of 600 hours. Did I do the math right? Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Yeah, no, 315, 250. Yeah, okay. yeah, that sounds really good. And that is different than esthetician school. Yes, it's its own school. Okay. And from there, you actually have to apply to take the boards, and we're governed under the Board of Cosmetology. Mm -hmm. So they're the ones who, you know, if we get fined or if they want to close us down, like we've been closed for five yes. months, you know, they're the ones, um, even though electrolysis walks a fine line, because we also help in the medical field too. Mm -hmm. So we are, you know, we're really stuck in this position that we really want to help certain patients of ours that we get from Kaiser. And unfortunately, right now, we cannot. It's yeah. so frustrating. It's frustrating that someone right now in California, so right now where we're when we're recording this, we're still in a stage of COVID shutdown where personal services are restricted and someone you can have laser hair removal done. Yes. But you can't have electrolysis because it's governed by two different boards right yes. now. So it's very it's frustrating on all ends. Yeah, it's it's frustrating because there's so many people like your your own personal experience of feeling boosted self-esteem, mm -hmm. self-confidence. Yes. There are so many people out there that are just stuck in a standstill, unable to see you. And with the with electrolysis like I, I'm with other stuff that we have. Is this something that you recommend to do every month, once a month? How well, often? Well, and that's what we we design that with you because mm. everyone is so different. Their hormone issues, their their health issues. There's so many different. So we come up with a plan. Mm -hmm. So realistically, I would like to see somebody for if they're tweezing. They usually say, "I shaved yesterday," or "I tweezed," or "I got a treatment." I tell them, "Okay, well, divorce the tweezers, mm -hmm. yes. divorce threading, divorce waxing, because that's all stimulating, and I don't want to be on a hamster wheel with you mm -hmm. and not yeah. get real results. You're wasting your time, you know. And I don't. I want to give you real results so if you abide by these couple rules you know first you know no divorce tweezers and then give me a couple weeks you know you can come back in two to three weeks so yeah. i can start seeing you only want me treating antigen hair let's talk about that a little bit more yes because i think a lot of our listeners aren't familiar with that okay. so hairs uh, occur in different growth stages yes so you want to talk about that so in the different more? stages for for effective electrolysis you want me to catch them in antigen mm -hmm. there's antigen and that's the growing the stage. active growing yes. stage there's catagen where it's dying off and the blood supply is not so active and then there's telogen which is, those hairs are dead just like the hairs on your head that naturally shed off mm -hmm. okay. you know but it's a different life growth and depending on their hormonal issues or you know whether you are a transgender or you're transitioning as a genetic girl into your higher self you know mm -hmm. we really want to tailor a plan and make sure that we're not wasting your time and killing off those hairs in antigen stage so you're able to determine what stage the hairs are in and i will mostly only treatment. treat that's what's so great about shaving and laser does the same thing too they mm -hmm. want you to shave before the treatment yes because they want the hairs to be in active growth that yes. blood supply and what's so great with electrolysis you might be treating one area but if that person has really good skin and they take good care of themselves mm -hmm. and they're drinking lots of water and they were not drinking champagne or tequila last night you know and they're <laughs> dehydrated you know they won't get as great as results mm -hmm. you know so when i always try to you know i go over these little guidelines and i have to remind them because don't get me wrong people come over hungover on my table and it Just hurts like a little errands. bit more you know it, hurt, it hurts a yes. little bit more when i'm literally you know you know distributing you know current it's electricity into mm -hmm. and i say it's positive energy i'm oh, really I like, like that. that you're delivering positive energy i really it really is in theory it is positive energy and i'm really i really i joke around with each client because i want to deliver the best results for each person because mm -hmm. there are time most people who come to me i mean it's it's expensive at times, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and it's an investment. And I always tell them you have to think of you want to have a lifelong of waxing or do you want to invest in a year of mm -hmm. electrolysis and do the price point for yourself? I mean, this is an investment. I do tell, especially, you know, my young girls, and I do do pro bono work for girls who are just, oh, 
they just break my heart because I can so identify with them and the struggles that they face. But to me, it's just really important to really give it time so they can see the results. Mm -hmm. And is this, so electrolysis after the tailored plan that you provide for each client, the, the hair never grows back. Unless, well, there's a, you know, usually I see people at three different times in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, if I see them in their earlier years and then I see them around menopause mm-hmm. and then I see, or if people are transitioning into different genders, I work with male and female transgenders and, or, it, you know, if people get really sick and they have to take certain medications that yeah. promote oh, hair growth. Can, oh, wow. Yes, yeah. Oral steroids are a big yes. mm-hmm. cause of that. Mm-hmm. You know, most people in the consultation, they're not going to tell me that in the first gig. Yeah. You know, right. hey, might not think this is what relevant. I'm doing it. And yes. we have it in our health history forms. I mean, we go over that stuff. And, you know, a lot of people are so shamed by this. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, in 2018, Allure did this article, Allure magazine did this article about girls, genetic girls suffering with PCOS who are literally like, Fuck it. I'm growing out my beard. Yeah, I've seen that. I've like, seen beautiful like, women with full-blown beards. Like, and they're rocking it. it. Like, I'm not, I, I can't afford this treatment. I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to embrace who I am. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the article, it said that they were being identified as transgender. And they they just felt, I just said bravo to them because these women felt so comfortable in their body that they mm-hmm. went against what society says is beautiful. And they found their own beauty. And yeah. to me, I mean, that's why I really think when you come into my office, like, what you think is a lot of hair and what I think of a lot of hair is, like, two different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My biggest goal is to allow you to feel comfortable in your skin. Mm-hmm. What is most embarrassing to you and I really want you to feel confident so you can live your best life yeah literally that's, that's so important because I think s- s- nowadays there's so many of these beauty standards that everyone should look a certain way their lips should be a certain size they shouldn't have hair here but they should have hair here and it's so important to listen to your your clients to see what they want because that's the most important thing it doesn't matter what you think no it matters what they and think. you bring up a good point so once they start getting results they're like okay Ruby okay I'm so embarrassed to show this to you but okay, is there anybody in your waiting room? I'm like, no, there's no one in my waiting room. (laughs) They're like, is nipple hair, is that normal? And I'm like, of course it's normal. Oh my girl, girl, am I allowed to show you this? Can you treat this? Can electrolysis do this? And that's what's so great about electrolysis is electrolysis works on anybody. It does not matter the skin color. It does not matter the coarseness, the lightness. You know, I call gray hair platinum. I work hard for my gray hair, so I call it platinum. It will work on (laughs) any hair. So, you know, it always cracks me up when I really earn someone's trust is when they really start telling me. (laughs) When they show you you their nipple hair. Can can you work on my nipple hair? I'm like, well, stop tweezing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you have any clients in particular that really like left an impact on you you don't have to say their name but just anyone in particular that they just you know you change their life you know I've been thinking about that they don't only I don't only change their life but they change my life too you Mm -hmm. know it's it's a real give and take and it's hard I was thinking about that today for me especially my girls who Jeanette girls who suffer from PCOS or you know my transgender community whether they're going from male to female but there was one story, um, this, you know, she was a Kaiser patient and she came into my office and she was just so discouraged. She was a medical assistant, a nursing assistant, and she came in with tears and she just told her boss, you know, I'm in the process of transitioning and this is my whole, you know, everything about me is going to be changing. And I just wanted to give you a heads up. And this is before the whole Caitlyn Jenner. This is, this is like seven years ago. So it wasn't ago. as prominent. It no. wasn't as pedestrian. Yeah. No. It was still very underground. And, you know, I prepped her before she went in that, you know, I, I believe that we're, there's this quote where spiritual beings having a human experience and you're just express, just go in there in confidence and be who you are. But, you know, and she went in and she did that and she came back in just tears at this, 
you know, it was not well received. Oh. And, you know, she didn't even feel comfortable going back to working there. And luckily she was just getting married, you know, to her husband. And, you know, I just said, well, I'm busy here. I need another electrologist here. Do you want to go to school? You, I mean, you have a passion. I mean, this is something we're, we're dealing in the community. It'd be so great to have an advocate like you who understands the whole process. You yeah. know, it'd be so good. Why don't you go to electrology mm -hmm. school with your background in medical and this? I mean, we would be a really good team. And a year later, she actually had all of her gender reassignment surgeries. And a year later, she was working in my office. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So that's so cool. For me, I mean, just to, it doesn't just affect, you know, someone's confidence. Like, trust mm -hmm. is not just confidence, but it's also if you really have a passion for it, you can really change people's lives. If yeah. You, you know, mm -hmm. that's really important. Yeah. But look at that cycle. You were a mentee in that office. Yes. And then you passed it down to the next generation. I mean, I think that's. That's so amazing. And, and I also think, the oh, fact that that assistant will most likely experience another person in that same position mm -hmm. that she was once in, that was beginning the transition, that was having to have the difficult conversations. Like I could, I can't even imagine just the mental, you know, anguish of having to change everything, let alone make these major life decisions mm -hmm. and be accepted and hope that people will still be on your side. So she can now say, I've been there. Mm -hmm. I've done that. I know exactly what that yes. feels like. And I'm telling you that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, whether people around you accept you or not. If anything, we could, you know, help with the jawline hair, yes. you know, yeah. help you with that. As far as what people perceive of you, we can't guarantee that, but at least you'll feel more confident in your own skin. Yes. And it's still in, it's still in medical, it's still yes. in medicine, you know? So is there a referral program where Kaiser refers yes. patients to you who are going through the process of transitioning? Yes. As of now, they are, they do not only male to female, but female to male in both surgeries. So gender reaffirming surgeries. Ah, yes, okay, yes, yes. Okay. Term. Yep. Because that's what you feel yeah. on the inside. Yes. And that's what yeah. you, okay. And it's so cool recently they started doing facial feminization surgeries ah. i mean these girls are ro really rolling i joke with them that they're rolling around with like you know a g-wagon on their face <laughs> straight up because they literally <laughs> have that much they got their shin you know their the, chin shaved down yeah. they've gotten feminization of the jaw they've gotten the, the noses mm -hmm. they broke their jawline they like even fix their teeth so that it sits right they even shave their forehead i mean these girls and i'm a part of that process which is so cool yeah so mm -hmm. the facial feminization i mean aaron as you know i mean the body i mean i mean you do it with you know injections mm -hmm. and you can see people it's crazy to watch how they just come alive yes. after they have a treatment or they have a surgery that makes them feel who they are yes just like themselves you're not you're enhancing them but you're enhancing them to to what they normally are you know not yes. something different no or now, let me let me ask this what would you do electrolysis on a female transitioning to male so usually on their forearm or on their inner thigh there's certain veins in these body parts that have a a vein and what we're doing is we're creating a skin path with the four of the skin they transfer the skin you're taking the hair off yeah so, they so then you don't have hair skin. growing off their penis essentially yes Got no it. one wants a hairy penis yeah wow. okay I mean, could you imagine having sex or giving head to somebody <laughs> and they have hair on the end of the tip they're like what the heck hair. is this <laughs> they're like excuse me it's like a cat yeah no seriously fur. i mean it is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's brilliant. So you are creating wow. a canvas of yes. skin. Yes. So see, for people, do you try to make it wide so they have an we extra do. large penis? Well, it's so funny. I mean, certain cases, I mean, people like, they want a big one. Mm -hmm. Well, of course. And I'm like. If you get to pick your size. Why not? <laughs> I, and I'm like, dang. Okay, let's go for it. Why not? I mean, if I got to recreate the will and have fun, you know, add a girl. Add yeah. a boy. Yeah, <laughs> and so, so yeah, that's a great question, Aaron, because you, you would think – for um, male to female, for for most typical feminine 
um, looks, it's mostly hairless or, you know, hair free at the bikini line, hair free mm-hmm. around the nipple, the happy trail or the little hair that goes from your mm-hmm. belly button down to your chocha. So for a, <laughs> a man, I understand, yes. but that was a great questionnaire and female to male transitioning. Yes, yeah. Where, why would you need electrolysis? And Kaiser is even sends them back to me after they've had the surgeries, you know, cause there might still be hair growth in that mm. area or they went to a different electrologist and it wasn't cleared. I mean, when you're, you know, when you are transgendering, you are under so much medication and yes. so much hormones oh, yeah. and it is stimulating hair growth that we, we, we don't anticipate, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, I get to actually see these penises after they have their surgeries and man, I, I'm impressed. They're, they're These surgeons believable? deserve, they are definitely believable. Wow. But don't go on their internet and don't go look at like the process and don't go look at like some bad jobs. I've already seen it. Oh, you have. I've looked okay. it up. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. I, I was just curious. We, you, it's very, you know, the the fe- because of people like Caitlyn Jenner, the the male to females, it's much more, uh, like talked about. It's yes, a little yes, more. Yes. It's a little more um, known. Yes. Whereas you don't hear, except for you know maybe um, Chaz Bono, like you don't hear about female to male very yes. often. And no. so I was definitely cons- cons- like. I have friends that have tra- that are that have done gender reassignment that have had top surgery, but I've I don't know, know have any friends personally that have done bottom surgery or female to male with a uh, like a penis, um, not transplant, but they create out of their own skin. Yes. And there's yeah. two kinds. There's either one that you can blow up. Yes, you I've can heard actually that. blow it up, or there's one that's always erect. Oh, you know. Wow. So, so you got to choose. Would you like to? And tape so when it down? people are, you know, I'm not the physician, but I'm like, dang, you really want to go that big? Because I know what they're gonna have to do later. You know, and mm-hmm. what I really think is really cool is just people being gender neutral right now, mm-hmm. you know, embracing your body. Not that I'm an advocate for one way or the other, but I, I love that, you know, most significant others who people who are transitioning their husbands and their girlfriends come in and they're in a heterosexual relationship and they mm-hmm. refer to their gender as the correct gender and they love. I mean, they have great. I mean, girl, I get some of the best sex advice <laughs> <laughs> from my transgenders. Well, I'm because not even kidding. They've had it both ways. They know what it's like. You know, as a woman and then to transition to a man, like yes. they're just probably so much more informed. Yes. I have oh. one girl, I spoke to her yesterday, Miss Chanel. She was a girl, literally, you, I can hear guys cockling her on Indian Hill. Yeah. And she's you know she's coming in when you're... She flashes into my ass. I mean, she, and what's so great about her, she'll walk into this room and she's like, oh, you're so pretty. Can I do your makeup? <laughs> or, or let me, you know, she really wants to connect and talk with you. And you would never be able to guess that she is somebody who has tra- you know, transitioned. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe in electrolysis or anything that we're doing, we're all transitioning. Yes. And we all want to live what's authentic to us. But mm-hmm. right now, especially, you know, it's so hard with everything going on. You know, what is real and what's important to us is different to other people. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. people who are listening to this who don't understand the transgender community, if you don't understand it, it's not for you to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's for you to have empathy for and have questions. Like the other day I was walking in Claremont and this couple stopped me, really cute couple. And this guy asked me what I did for a living. I told him, oh, I'm a human groomer. I don't tell people I'm an electrologist. You know, I go, oh, what do you do? Where's your shop? Blah, 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 blah. And he was really proud. His daughter's Jessica Alba. And he was really proud and he was like, you know, my daughter, we have this business and I was like talking to me and I was like, and he goes like, so I said, well, what do you, he asked me what I liked about my business. And I said, well, you know what I really like as I love working with the transgender community. He was like, how can we help the transgender community? And oh, here this awesome. is, this man who was like, you know, I, I don't know, mid fifties. I don't know how old he is, you know? And in the fact that he would have care and compassion. And I said, you know, you need to talk to your daughter and talk to Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade because they have a child that they're raising. And this child is transitioning into their best self, mm-hmm. what that is. And even the fact, 
you know, Mr. Abel, that you would be so kind to even ask like what you could do. And I think how we really do that is we support the community yeah. and the people, you know, we go and interact with those people. We're not afraid to like go shoot a basketball with this person or yeah. paint their nails mm -hmm. or how we help it start with our community. Yeah, and and I, I think it would mean so much to them that you would even care to ask that because most people are so afraid. Yes. It's like the cancer in the room. It's yes. like, and they just don't know. They don't understand. And I, and, I say yeah. the wrong pronouns. I mess up, and mm -hmm. I've been with the community. I mean, I always, I always have to correct myself mm -hmm. sometimes. And you're yeah. willing to correct, and you're willing to ask, "What would you prefer?" Or yeah. to be on the safe side, definitely non-binary or gender neutral. It's not any skin off my back to ask nor anybody's to ask, what are you most comfortable with? Mm -hmm. um, I've been corrected, you know, calling somebody sweetheart and they asked me not to call them that. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I would, you know, at first I was a little miffed, but then I was like, they don't like being called sweetheart and that's completely not my business and that's okay. So, you know You're what like, I mean? Okay, babe. Yeah. I was just like, boo, that's gender neutral. Boo. Hey, boo. <laughs> um, or, or whatever, you know, like I've, I've had friends that have told me that they were transitioning and they, they said, can you and I asked them can I please still call you Habibdi because Aww. my friend who is transitioning is Love Middle that. Eastern and Love or that. she's he is Lebanese and I would always call him Habibdi before he transitioned and I said can I still call you Habibdi which is the feminine way to describe a sweetheart in Arabic and I and and Love they were that. like yes of course and I was like I can call you Habibi you know if you prefer and they're like no <laughs> it's always okay to ask what is okay it's there's no harm just like me asking like I'm sorry Stephanie but what's the difference between electrolysis and laser hair removal I didn't th that's I'm not ashamed about asking that no. just by saying is there a, a preferred pronoun if would you prefer to be called Definitely. something or you know it it's very respectful it shows a sign of respect and that you care about the person and yes you're just trying to educate yourself too yeah and then when you're educating you can spread the education to yes. other people and it just helps the whole community. and just imagine a world if everybody just loved their lifestyle like we're living their true yes. self like imagine if you know you thought you couldn't transition because you were too old or you thought you couldn't come out because of your family or you thought i can't be a fill in the blank because i'm supposed to do my family business or whatever like i think the world would just be so mm -hmm. harmonious and like bomb.com if we could just live our yes. truths you know and little things like what you do stephanie helps people live their truth yes. by doing the, the the permanent hair removal um so you you're definitely passionate about this that's definitely. undeniable mm -hmm. you definitely. and i think that's for most people the guests that we've had on our show are definitely passionate otherwise i don't think we'd have them on um so who would be if somebody's listening to this who and they're wondering, would I be a good client or like a good potential client? Who would be a good candidate for electrolysis? To be honest, everybody is. Yeah. But you have to have real, realistic expectations. Mm -hmm. You know, you really, I say, let's start in one area and get you real results. And then we go on to the other area. Because mm -hmm. when you have the proper, you know, current and you're getting real results quickly, you know, we can move to other areas. And most electrologists charge by the time. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. we charge by our time. So when I first do an initial initial treatment, 15 minutes, and then if somebody, and obviously because the hairs grow in and people, you know, are, we're so good at hiding our hair. Mm -hmm. I mean, even the fact that I'm sitting with you girls and talking about this, you know, I mean, it's just really, it's freeing to talk about it. Cause I think a lot of people really suffer from hiding this hair and, and it's really for about themselves, creating self-confidence for themselves. Mm -hmm. Like Aaron, I'll come in and like, dang, I want my lips a little bit bigger. And you're like, why? You're wearing a mask. <laughs> So, you know, when you tell me that, I'm telling my clients, you know, I'm still doing welfare checks, especially with my transgender community, mm -hmm. because it, could you imagine being a transgender at this time right now? You know, and as you just feel like, you know, hey, girlfriend, just shave it, yeah. put on a mask. Who's going to see it? Mm -hmm. And 
and for them, it's not that it's, it, they want to feel whole of who they're yes. authentically. And most people who are transitioning, you know, they knew at their first memory, you know, they, this is something that's, you know, most of them believe that they were born with, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and just mm-hmm. the fact that we honor that and we're talking about this is really progressive. Yeah. So, and I think knowing that, you know, are a, a woman and you have this unwanted hair that you don't want, there's stuff you can do about it. Definitely. So I see women a lot for acne consultations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's part of my um, consultation process is evaluating them completely. And if I notice facial hair, mm-hmm. they won't bring it up to me, but I will because yes that's a marker of PCOS and we kind of dig in a little bit deeper about their menstrual cycle and you know even they're ashamed to bring it up to a medical professional but when you can let them know there's something you can do about it and if you're uncomfortable with it you absolutely should you know that's why we have this free will in this country to do what makes you feel better for you not for what anyone else says and Mm -hmm. not just women but men I see a lot of men in my office you know who have they think they have acne issues and they really just have a curved hair follicle Mm -hmm. is it like in the neck oh yeah all through here I see like a lot of like ingrown like it looks very painful on men and those are my favorites to work on it's like yes Yes. like I literally treat everybody like a Pac-Man game like I'm gonna get rid of that hair how much time do I got I gotta get you know I I go for it and I always joke like if I ever meet Jamie Foxx in the airport I'm gonna be like I can help you (laughs) all of that right there Jamie get your fine ass on my table (laughs) you know I can definitely help you so yeah and that's I'll tell a lot of patients too if they suffer from folliculitis where they have bacteria in the hair Mm. follicles or ingrown hairs Sometimes the solution for it is just getting rid of the hair. Yes. Don't waste it's your money not, on yeah, like it's not a vanity thing. creams oh, and different gosh. razors and exfoliators. And it's so cool to see their hair heal on the skin as you remove it properly and you really dissolve the hair follicle. And literally, I always tell them, I'm going to fry off that hair. You got bigger fish to fry. Let me fry off that hair. And when you see the skin like really heal and they come in and man, that confidence, everyone, they have that swag. Mm-hmm. It's just, and it's, it's really painful. Well, it looks, no, I'm saying well, the, the ingrown hairs, you don't have oh. that. That looks so painful. You see some men on the back where they get their yeah. neck shaved or especially right here. Like what I notice on men of color, yes. it, it almost gets scarred. Well, it's it, and they yeah, do and they keloid. Yeah. And that's when you're picking an electrologist and you are of a darker skin tone or darker hair, you really want to specialize with somebody who really asks certain questions. You know, do you specialize with people who look like me? Mm-hmm, you know, what mm-hmm. type of modalities are you working with? Because my, our number one job is to protect the skin. I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of people do disservice by not being honest, you know, mm. and just, oh, we're just going to crank the heat. But yes. it's, you know, as you know, you, you know, knock on wood, but you know, I have yet to have scabbed somebody or scar somebody. You know, I with- really, I really take pride. And I take my time with people, you know, we, everyone's so different, but it's really, really fantastic to see the skin when it's electrolysis is done properly. It actually heals itself and the skin looks better. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be careful with laser hair removal and darker skin types because mm-hmm. just with any, te- it just, it's dependent on the technician. So it's not dependent on the laser. Yes. It depends on who's choosing the yes. settings and you can, oh, I've seen horrible burns with laser hair removal. Um, so yeah, you de- definitely have to and be careful. And people don't know that. And, and we're scared when we're sitting on the table, we're not going to speak up. You yes. know, we don't you know. trust that medical professional, quote unquote, but yes. you have to, you have to be your own advocate. And yeah, ask all those questions. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, find through referrals. You know what I mean? Now mm-hmm. you guys know, uh, you know, this podcast plays all over the world. You know, you get a lot of clients that come from where? The desert, Los all Angeles. Over, I have people who fly in. I mean, I really, I see a lot of different people and, you know, it's really rewarding to see them like 
come so far for me. I'm like, are you crazy? It's flattering, right? What's wrong with you? you I can find you an electrologist in your area, you know, but you create a bond with them Mm -hmm. and and they trust you. And that's, that's the real gift in this field. You know, when people really trust you and then they tell their best friend or their daughter or they tell referrals, the the referrals. And that's honestly, to be honest, you know, I didn't even start social media with this until after I got closed down because of quarantine with the Rona and, you know, watching you girls, what you do. And I thought I could make this fun. I can make this cool. I can, people don't have to be embarrassed about mm-hmm. this, you know? And I really started about, you know, what my image would look like and rebranding me and listening to you girls' podcasts and talking and stuff. And so to be sitting here, I'm a little bit geeking out, but you girls are just so kind oh. and gracious. So thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Well, I want to ask you one last question. Of course. Because we're, we're going to plug your, your social media, how they could find you, how people can set up appointments with you once we eventually open up. Because right now, unfortunately, you're unable to perform services. Yeah. But how do you, what would be your definition of treat yourself? How do you treat yourself? Without plugging you guys? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to plug no, us. If we're mean... part of your treating yourself, you know, <sighs> regimen, please do. But what does like a feel good self-care treat yourself afternoon or moment looks like to you? Beside the glass of champagne or Prosecco or La Pinta. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest or a good glass of wine. But a treatment for me is honestly something that's going to give me confidence, lasting mm-hmm. results, mm-hmm. you know, and investing in myself, you yeah. know, something. And for me, you know, I turned, you know, when I first started seeing Aaron, I think I was like 39 or 38. And Stop. I was, Wait, how old are you? Do you mind if I ask? Yeah, I'm 42. I'm turning 42 next month. Stop. I thought yes. you were my age. I don't even know how old 39. you are. 39. But I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, I know. People think I'm 27. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the volume to your sister. Yes, yeah. no, I look younger now than I did at 27. I was comparing pictures of myself actually for something and with preventative stuff, Aaron, and yes, I'm fortunate Aaron Thank is my you. sister Thank and you. a trainer for the biggest injectable companies in the world. So I've definitely been hooked up, but you look amazing. Well, thanks to your sister. <laughs> yeah. And she's honest with me. Like I'll come in and have this unrealistic expectations and she'll look, no, you don't need that. Yeah. Let's just do minimal. She says the same to me. Natural. And I'm like, I want, I want it. I know. Like, I want I it. Know, I cut you guys you know, This is the thing about lips. I was thinking about this for whatever reason, our, our feed has a whole bunch of like really overstuffed, like Russian doll style oh lips. And they look amazing at rest, right? You look at these lips and you're like, oh my God, they look like princess lips, like Disney princess lips. But when you see those people talk, oh, hell no. It's a whole <laughs> other realm. I mean, that's they're like rocks. They it's look like, like so rocks. hard. You look like you have on those wax lips you would have at Halloween. Yes. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and so when, I, when people are like, I want this, and I'm I'm guilty of that. I'll be like, Aaron, I want this. And then I'm reminded, Aaron's like, they look good at rest. Just like, you know, makeup artists are like, oh, that makeup look looks amazing in pictures. In person, you look like a ghost. Like makeup shoots differently. Mm-hmm. Lips when you're lying down and somebody's peeling down your chin just slightly, it looks like you have a perfect keyhole pout. But then when you see that person talk, mm-hmm. no, it's not cute. So having having a trusted expert that could say, you know what, we don't have to do that just yet, even though that might mean putting more money in the expert's pocket. Aaron has turned people away. But I'm sure Which you is can. Fantastic yeah, I'm sure you can agree with this too. Once, as if you have good clients and you're honest with them the money comes like you, 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 you're not struggling for clients because that word of mouth referral is stronger than anything. So if you have a good, honest business, that's all you need to succeed. And at the end of the day, I really don't, I'm a terrible businesswoman. I don't even look at how much I make. I really look, (laughs) I really look about really changing people's Mm -hmm. lives and what, Mm -hmm. 
it's really a rewarding career for me. And yep. like with you, Aaron, I'm like, she could have sold me. I'll even leave her office. Like my cousin just recently started seeing you and she has a birthday coming up. And and so she, you know, we, we treated her for a treatment here and she's never done Botox. And I was like, girl, you got a flock of seagulls on your forehead. <laughs> and that- I know exactly what you're talking about. That needs to go away, girlfriend. I love you, cousin. I love you, but yeah. you got to go see Aaron, you know, and Aaron told her the same thing. Well, we're going to start minimally. This is what we're going to do, you know, and this is how our approach that we're going to do and come back in a couple of weeks. And, you yeah. know, my cousin came over last night and she was like so happy. She yep. was like, you should see me in my Zooms. <laughs> like you should see <laughs> it. And she's a high school math teacher, you know, and she's just like, she's like, ah, and just to have that little bit of confidence. I mean, you talk about treating yourself, yeah. you know, and she was like, you know, she was very minimal. She didn't think I needed that or this. And, and I was like, I, that's what I love about you is you tell us the truth. And this is something that you could make a lot of money by just giving us that unrealistic look. Mm -hmm. oh, and, yeah. you, and you make us look like who we think, how we see ourselves yeah. and how you see ourselves. So you've really changed my life. So thank you Aww. very much. I mean, thank I'm really, you. I mean, I really, I, someone tells me, I'm like, well, I'm not able to see her, but I trust anybody, any of her girls, if Aaron has trained them and they are good, go to them. It's Thank a little you. Aaron army. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And you girls are building it. It's so, it's awesome to see here in Claremont. Yeah. I'm just bravo. And how you repivoted outside with the facial bar. I mean, I mean, I thought about how oh, I could do that in the garage over at my office location. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I could. No, I cannot do that. Yeah. It's well, it's, does no. the, does the electrolysis machine feel hot? Because it is a current? No. no. We actually, you don't even feel it. I mean, it's so small. It's so minimal. I mean, yeah. I, I could definitely show you, you know, I'd love to. The other day, it was so funny when you were growing, watching one of your stories, you were growing out your eyebrows, yeah. hair, and they are growing. They look I good. Know. Thanks, girl. They look good. And I was like, you know, she probably is going to have Kelly Baker do her eyebrows, but I would love Ke to. KBB, I hit her up and she just <laughs> likes my comment. She does, she'll be like... <laughs> It's so funny. I think she does to me what I I do to followers where I'm like, thanks, girl. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, KBB <laughs> just said, like, thanks, girl. Like, we're friends. We're well, besties because she punctuated it with girl. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go hit her up. I would, You know what? I'm putting it out there in the universe. I'm manifesting this. If anybody works with Ke Kelly Baker, I'm going to, we might have to drive out to the West side to bring with Sean, our sound guy <laughs> and bring, go to KBB and I'll have to like pretend to get my eyebrows. And then we all bust out microphones and like start interviewing her <laughs> That's to fantastic. get her on the podcast. Do it outside. Yeah. Well, she just we went outside just show too. Up. Yeah. Well, I'm going to reach out to her. So if anybody do knows. Do a couple treatments with her. And once you get your desired look, yeah. why not finish it off with electrolysis? Because the shape is there. And, then you just and for me, like shape. my eyebrows are electrolysis. You know, she did that for me. And so Dang. why are you going to keep investing in that? Yeah, It's really hard. I mean, the eyebrows are the frame of your face. Yes. Yep. You know, they really are. They really are the frame. And if someone does something wrong to your eyebrows, you can't go back. Yeah. Yes. Well, I need to come see you, girl, for my chin hairs. My chinny chin chin hairs are out of just after you reach a certain age. It's just annoying. And may I ask you, you yes. know, what, what have you been doing for hair removal? I do a mixture of, I'll shave it. We did some lasers a while ago. We did lasers a while ago, but I just didn't, I'm the worst patient. I was just like <laughs> three sessions. I, I didn't see any sort of thinning. So I got frustrated. I've done tweezing. I've done waxing. I do plucking. I do all the above. When I don't have time, I shave. When I do have time or I'm up close in somebody's face, I'll tweeze. But yeah, I haven't done any sort of permanent. I've never tried electrolysis before. So if you decide, I would love to have you on my table. Okay. And I would be honored. And not only that, you know, it is a process. And yeah. when we go over that consultation with you, you know, we really need to see you for a month and a half so I can really see what you're dealing with. Yeah. And then come up with a plan, you know, for you. Because you don't want to have to be shaving. No, yeah. I don't. And also I'll miss hairs. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what? 
the fuck is this? And it's like long three inches one. long. And I'm like, this is disgusting. You know, I'm not, I just noticed it in the mirror, in my rearview mirror. And this is what I tell my clientele. Everyone, this whole time that we've been talking, we've all been looking in each other's eyes. Yeah. No mm-hmm. one ever looks and notices unless your sister's Aaron. Yeah. You know, <laughs> no one ever looks at you that close. Yeah. Nobody really does. No, and no one, does. one, and you know, they really don't. But I can tell them that. Yeah. But no one's seeing that. Only no. you. And it's so funny because I'm literally on the Indian Hill and Arrow in Claremont. And literally I can see people at the corner playing with their chin hair. <laughs> and I'm like, I wasn't even tweezing it. I even thought stop. of like doing a sign when, you know, we, we, we did different, when we decided to do a different sign, like I could, I see you playing with your chin hair, <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause I literally see them playing there, you know, and that everyone, could be your hashtag on IG. You know, That's a good yeah. So yeah, speaking of which, where can people find you if they want to do electrolysis? What's the best way to reach you? So you can text or call, okay. or you can also go on to rubyology.org and send us a message or request to do a consultation, a virtual consultation, mm. you know, Right now we are closed. Yeah. Um, but that's probably the best way or just text, to be honest. I mean, right now we're home. And I'll tell we you. Doing, we're not doing anything right now. So it's a great time for me. I mean, I'm still doing consultations, you know, and I just got four new Kaiser referrals, nice. you know, so who were people and just talking with them over the phone about, hey, this is a process, but we can't wait to service you when you're ready, you know, but you know, until then just start shaving or trimming. Yeah. 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 So I'll make sure to tag your IG handle. In the I'm Instagram scared. post. Yeah. So people will be able to reach out to you because they might not have had any idea that there is a solution. People that might be out there wanting to transition but don't know how to feminize or how to get mm-hmm. rid of it or just people suffering from PCOS or just people who are sick of shaving and yep. yes. stumbling upon their chin hairs. So. Yes. We are so grateful to have you on Thank our episode today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Miss Rubyology. So make sure you guys to check her out. Stephanie Ruby, rubyology.org for all your electrolysis needs. She's absolutely passionate about it. And um, Aaron and I will be here next week to deliver every Thursday as we yeah. normally and do. maybe in a few weeks we can do a live episode where you uh, zap Megan. Yes. Yeah. Sound good? Let's do it. Wait, that's, I'm down. I'm I will game. give commentary as I'm staring over your You okay. could be our ESPN yeah. analyst. Hello. So you, Hello. Okay, okay, so yes, we will keep you guys posted once we can open things back up again. Once Ruby, Stephanie can actually start performing, we'll do like, that will be our first live, well, it'll be live, that a live treatment yes. on me. Okay, beautiful, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, guys, so um, make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and make sure to share this with your friends and rate us five stars or whatever you prefer. Whatever you feel, just rate us and tell us why on Apple Podcasts. And until next time, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye.